0: Welcome to The Niche's You. My name is Matt Gottesman, at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick-hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 102, Don't Be Afraid to Start Over. I did a post about this, and I'm going to read that post a little bit later, but I'm going to divide this episode up into basically two parts. Okay. One is I want to talk about starting over what that looks like. I've done it seven times over the last 10 years. And I want to share that with you guys so you can understand that it's okay to start over. And I had said in my post online that don't be afraid to start over. You're not starting over. You're starting from experience. Even when I started over majorly in my life, Ten years ago, at thirty-four, in two thousand fourteen, you know, um, it's it was still a continuation of all of my work and experiences from before that, and even where I'm at now, it's a continuation of my experiences, right? And you learn so many different things in so many different seasons. And then the second part I want to talk about is consistency, and the reason why I want to talk about consistency is because when you are in this journey of life and you are constantly building on the body of work i e u you, you're going to get tired you know and where there's the challenges with being consistent is the balancing consistency with flexibility and spontan- spontaneity of life we're constantly dealing with changes in environments we're constantly dealing with disruptions to our routines we're constantly figuring out what our new routines are which disrupt our old routines right we're constantly maintaining motivation over time. What do you do when you're not motivated? There are plenty of times that I have not been motivated, but what took over came from my soul. It came from an internal place, and that was partially why I wanted to do this podcast, "The Niche Is You," because it was a great way to say, like, there's something bigger going on internally when we when we answer that calling, when we when we have this relationship with ourselves, and also, how do we maintain interest in the material that we're that we're of, of what our work is or what we're putting out there, whether it's content or what we're writing about or what we're making art from or what we're enmeshed in, in our work, whether in the physical world, the digital world, whatever it might be, right? Consistency is key, but there's times you don't want to show up. And, you know, I'd said on the post and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about a few other things as well, but don't be afraid to try new things, see new perspectives and find new meaning. Discovery is part of the process. The process gives us direction. Then I said, don't be afraid to examine what's working and what's not. Elimination is just as important as expansion. Elimination is expansion. Uh, Then I said, don't be afraid to promote your work, your next steps or your art. It's generous to share your gifts and it allows the people you serve to support your work just the same. Don't be afraid to be seen trying. This is a big one. It shows the world what you're consistent and committed to. It shows the world they don't need the permission either. All of you do not need permission to try, to be seen trying, to try new things, to do it publicly. I'm not saying you have to, you know, share every aspect. But don't be afraid to be seen trying like, hey, uh, I'm doing this. Listen, I, a good friend of mine, I referenced him on the podcast before. You know, he previously was involved very heavily in tech. He's now becoming a naturopathic doctor, a completely different profession. And he's w- working with several of us as clients to get data from so we can better understand how he can help and what his, his focus is. I mean, he, he's out there just doing it. And he's using consistency that he's had from previous endeavors to keep moving forward. Don't be afraid to let go. That's another one. Something happens when you allow your faith to take over your fears, when something better is trying to make its way through. Something happens when you allow your faith to take over your fears. I'm not saying it's easy, I deal with it all the time. But a practice of my faith in motion is allowing the things. That need to go, go, so new things can come in. I'm practicing my faith all the time. People are like, wow, you're, you know, how do you keep your faith? I'm like, I practice it. You know, and I mentioned this post, and that's what I'm going to get into here in a, in a moment. I said I've started over seven times in the last ten years. Each time, chipped away at the bigger vision. Each time, gave me new skill sets. Each time, ga- uh, time gave uh, me more depth, humility, and consistency. Each time gave me more life than taking it away. Right. Don't be afraid to start over. Be seen trying. Remove obstacles. Expand directions. Promote yourself. Let go. Consistency over everything. So, I figured I would share with you guys what did the last ten years look like. So prior to 2014, uh, much of my life, my my entire life, by the way, and you guys have heard me talk about this before, has been digital. Uh, I I love business. I just, I have always known that business could be done and streamlined more with the internet. Now, obviously we have seen the internet go in a multitude of different directions, multitude. Now I realized this 25 plus years ago. So late nineties as a kid, and I knew it was going to be the future of business, the future of relationships, the future of connection, community information. I, did not figure it would go in all the directions that it necessarily did in terms of sometimes how people use the internet. We're not going to go there. We're not going to do that. I always tell people, just be mindful. I've, since I've seen it all, I understand the internet way different than I think the majority of the population. (laughs) And I always tell people like, look, be careful what you see, be careful how it's used, be smart, critically think, you know, but, um, prior to 2014, I had a tech startup that did not make it. it was in my early twenties. So that was, that didn't make it. Uh, And then uh, going into a marriage and uh, at about 2006, 2007 and getting my MBA uh, and then serving, uh, being a digital consultant to to brands like Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy, Krug Champagne, Renard Champagne. Um, You know, I got to interact with Belvedere Vodka and Dom Perignon and Veuve Clicquot, like all these, you know, these brands under the LVMH. uh, And I loved working with them and consulting with them. And then the World Trade Center and some other uh, brands and whatnot, and real estate and finance, all these different brands. Um, But, and then also digital agencies and whatnot. So I've always been around the business of digital and applying digital to business. But my life changed in 2014. And I'm gonna talk about the 10 years from 2014 to now. And what I did is I made a list of things that happened what I did as a start over and an end date for each of those things, but to show you the key takeaways in 2014 with a divorce and all of my consulting contracts gone, that was it. I started from scratch again. I started my first Instagram account to grow an audience. Here's the deal. I, I knew, I so I came out of all the, the contracts. I've mentioned this before. There was politics involved in terms of like from a, a you know just human behavior, and uh, they were gone. And then you know I ended up in a divorce. And the thing is, as a consultant is I would talk all about digital and audience building, and these companies sometimes would not believe me. They're like, well, why don't you have that? There's a signal right there. I would explain to them, I'm like, when you have a large audience that you've cultivated and created community out of, you have distribution. You guys now listening to this now understand this. You get this when you see, like, uh, you know, everyone from like a, a Joe Rogan to a, um, you know, David Goggins to an Ed Milet or, or whoever, anybody that has a, a large audience. And what that is, is you can serve a large audience in a multitude of ways. There's a relationship there. You want to build it as a relationship, as a community. And I try to explain that to a lot of brands and they just weren't having it. Um, And I knew strategically, I thought, okay, you know what? I want to build online and have a large community. And I did with my very first account. Uh, It was called HDF Magazine. It's still online. If you guys ever want to check it out, I think it's like 115,000 followers. I left it dormant in 2021. That was at least the last time I posted on that account um, and I'll tell you, so 2014, 2021, that's a seven year stretch of writing on there and developing an audience It's still there. It's like my receipts, right? So you guys can see, uh, I'd done this before, but something happened. I wanted to be in front of the brand more because I wanted to have a relationship with you guys. And it was very evident as people asked me like, hey, how do you know this stuff? How'd you figure this stuff out? Like, where have you been? What have you been doing? I'm curious about your background. Even though I know you're a writer and a podcaster, like you've done a lot of things in business. Like, can you share more of that? And so I said, you know what? I want to start working on my personal brand. I want to start working on Matt Gottesman. I am a writer. I am a podcaster. I do have different ventures or different things building. And I want to talk about those things. But more importantly, I want to talk about each of us as an individual. So... I wanted to talk about business, life, creativity, love, spirituality from my personal experiences. So I moved over in 2021 to Matt Gottesman, which you guys follow me on over there. But key takeaways from that seven-year stretch. Number one, in the beginning, find something to go all in on and let it be your first draft. Point two, your first draft may run for several years, but it will evolve you into bigger things. Point three, I needed an outlet and it served me until I needed a different outlet. That's a big one. I needed an outlet. You guys, uh, some of you are my original followers from that account. There's a few of you on here, man. Oh man. Have we come a long way, right? And you guys have seen me write about all kinds of things. I think I had a little bit more of an edge back at the beginning. Cause I was trying to prove a point. Um, but I, I had to do a lot of also interpersonal work along the way. And the final takeaway was it became my proof of work. Well, how do you know? Well, I've done it before. And I'm gonna do it again. It's a little bit different now. There's a lot more of the <laughs> intricate details involved with, you know, content and all that. But you know, doing it again. It's my proof of work, though. That was number one. Number two. In 2015, I started consulting again with a new focus in digital, helping lesser-known brands and personal brands, but they were they were fairly big in the digital space. Uh, I did this until 2016, 2017, and 2018. There was a few different people I uh, and brands I consulted with. I had to say goodbye. In those years, they were no longer a fit. So these brands that I was consulting with on the side, while trying to build my my, my uh, content online, uh, they were no longer a fit. Key takeaways: Sometimes you'll get good work from the most random of places. Keep that in mind. Be open to the opportunities to master your skills even more. Some of these opportunities were were the most random industries. I mean, you know, I I, I wouldn't have seen that coming, and I'm so grateful because. It taught me uh, a lot about different industries, a lot of similarities in different industries, a lot of uh, uh, things that can and cannot be done in different industries, and it helps your mastery. And this next point is a very big key takeaway. For me, I realize it's not your company, so be careful caring more about someone else's business when it's not yours. Care deeply, but remember it's not your baby. And here's what I mean by that. I will always care deeply and I will always be integrous and I will always be, uh, as I will always lead first by caring about your business and I will treat it as if it were my own, of course, but I had to learn though boundaries because if it's not my business, I don't have equity in your company and I'm doing more work than you are for your business. That's a problem. And my father rest in peace. He told me, Matt, you know, when you consult with these companies, you, you take on their business like it's your own. And he's like, and I love that you do because you care, but it's not your baby. It's not your company. Remember that. He's like, do your work very well for them. Always do your work and what you're there to do and always go above and beyond in the service, but have the boundaries to know that like, in, unless they're giving you part of the company, don't be doing some of the jobs of some of these other people. Have boundaries. That was number two. Number three, the next, the next start over in 2015 and 2016. I merged with another individual online. Um, some of you guys who follow me know who this is. Uh, great guy, uh, great individual. Uh, we formed a media company with our individual platforms. We had, uh, indi- uh, we each had our own like online digital publications. We had our, our Instagrams. We had all that stuff, and uh, you know. Um, we eventually split in 2019 uh, and just went our separate ways. Uh, he wanted to c- pursue his personal brand, and he has done very, very well, and I'm very proud of him. And uh, I remember when we first uh, were merging our concepts for, to, to have, be a media company, I said, you know, look, you may want different things in the future. And he's like, oh, well, you know, you know, we'll see, you know, and I'm like, no, you you, you may, and that's okay. I wanted to, to tell him that up front because he was younger than me, and I knew that that was a possibility. Why am I telling you this? Because here's a key takeaway. Good people can come into our lives for business, but be flexible if they want to leave. Two, remember what you learned from each other and continue to apply it where applicable. I learned a lot from him. He learned a lot from me. I see him using some of that stuff now and I see what he's doing and I'm like, that's genius. I'm doing some of the same. He's in the background. He doesn't even know like some of his, uh, he's he's left a blueprint. I'm like, yep, I see exactly how he's doing this. Brilliant absolutely brilliant. I'm very proud of him. And so I'm using some of those strategies and you know, he's smart, he's gifted, it works. And another, the third point in this is that amical breakups can lead to future support. I talk to him every now and then, very grateful. We share you know, strategies, we share what's, what's new, what's going on. And uh, you know, like I said, I'm very proud of him. So, and it's great to watch him grow. So that was a third start over right? Or start a starting point And then it had an ending point, right? All right. 2017, I started my first online community to talk about entrepreneurship, the creator journey, and the mindset that it takes place, that takes place during the process. So I created this online community and it got to about, I think, 1500 people. I was doing video postings every day uh, or the week or, you know, and I did that for a year. I was trying to figure out how to best serve community at like at large, right? That lasted until 2019, I had to stop because my father was having medical issues and I just got burnt out um, along the way uh, as I was operating it, or at least in the way I was operating it. So that was my fourth, 2017. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm building this community. Listen, a community of 1,500 people, like you're responsible. If you got 1,500 people into a stadium right now or, or into a, a room and you were presenting to them often, they didn't all show up all the time, but that's a lot of people. I got burnt out. My father was having medical issues. That was the year he passed. Um, but key takeaways were this, it's good to build a community, but be more specific in your primary goals with it. I had to learn about community building. Don't just be all these things to so many people. Be very directional, be very clear about the kind of community you want to build, which is exactly why I'm building one with my friend Nadim and and our friend Derek, uh, with our creator community called build one thing. It's very specific. It's very, you know, uh, creator driven, but it's very like, Hey, here's what we want to focus on. And another point in, in the key takeaways was where necessary, streamline your operations, charge a small monthly fee to offset your time and costs and use systems to scale your time. Listen, when you provide value and service, it's okay to charge people, even if it's a small amount, you know, like you guys support us, you know, in a lot of ways. Now, the way I'm building now, um, I, I I do need this. I'm, I, I pay for all of this stuff all of it. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly reinvesting into all of this stuff, but yes, there's different ways in which I would like to monetize healthfully without, and it'll always be like in integrity. Don't worry guys. Like there is nothing about how I want to do things that plays into the machine and plays into the matrix or any of that or into the systems out there. I always want to do it with integrity, whether it's through sponsorships or online products and services and things like that, that I have, like it's, everything will always be done you know, from an integrity driven place. So, but anyways, the point to you guys is if you're starting something online or if you're doing an in-person or an online community, you know, don't be afraid to charge a small monthly fee because it adds up and it can be very helpful. My next one in 2018, I did my first solo online teaching for building your your business and brand. I actually had my first master class in 2018. I actually had about 30 total students uh, and it was, you know, it was a decent, decent size. Payment for that class. And I taught it for eight weeks um, in the first part of 2019. But of course, my my father's medical condition uh, and then his eventual passing, I had to let the class be done afterwards. I again, I was burnt out. Um, It was also too bulky of a class, which was probably overwhelming. And what I mean by that is that I was teaching a lot of information in eight weeks. So there's a there's a take a couple of takeaways in there simplification solve the most immediate problems to get the most immediate wins for the people you serve. I was basically telling them how to run their entire brand as a business and all the different areas from like the legal, the LLC to the content to the ads to the media, and it was actually pretty well refined. It's still a lot of information. You want to help in any area whether you're building community, products, services, entrepreneurship, and let's face it, in some way we're all becoming entrepreneurs in some way because the world is changing and, and we're finding new hustles and new ways of, of doing things. So simplification, solve the most immediate problems to get the most immediate wins for the people you serve. And then also stretch yourself a little. Building something of that magnitude showed me how far I could build something and deliver it with ease to the masses. Even if it was only for 30 people, it didn't matter. It was I, It was scalable. And I learned a lot about systems from that. That was actually my entrance into systems, which leads me into 2019, where my father passed, my uncle passed, two of my friends passed, my business partner and I split, and a few other people left my world a little bit. Not actual, like from passing, but so that was a transformative year. And so I started the foundation for my digital agency. It was a sales and marketing automation. I wanted to reduce the workload of brands and the scaling of their businesses. I focused very heavily on the systems that help your brand seem much more manageable. Still have it today. Absolutely. Um, But in 2022, I fired myself as the CEO of it because I was doing too much in it. Uh, but I wanted to keep it as an asset and you know, that I own to this day, we still have some clients that come through there and hire us because I learned how to streamline systems and a small and kept a small nimble team that can execute faster than any agency out there. And believe me, try me. If you guys need like some very specific things done in anything, internet, you guys need that. My agency's got you, but I've got a small nimble team and they execute so fast and I have some key takeaways. And it's this. Make sure to work on your business more than you work in it so you can scale your time. Great talent beats mediocre talent so you can do more with less. When you price competitively but also price for your value and can get great work done in less time, your margins are actually quite good and everyone's happy, usually. Can't please everybody, but, um, but you'd sure try with integrity. Uh, when something bigger calls you and you're not answering it, the longer you delay it, the more agitated you might become until you answer it. I had to step out. I knew I had to step into my personal brand. I knew I wanted to do more writing and podcasting. I knew I wanted to streamline my time. I knew I wanted to productize some of my knowledge. I knew I wanted to create uh, books. I knew I wanted to do new things. And I need all of you guys to be a part of that in some capacity. Even you guys listening is part of it. And then I said, now I split my time between two lives. Uh, One life is geared towards working, partnering, and consulting with meaningful and intentional people, which I still have. And the other is productizing my years of work and experience so others can use it and create more time and and abundance and health in their world. And then the final one is, you know, I started my first podcast in 2016, and it's scaled to one of the top 1% in the world with millions of downloads. It's called The Hustle Sold Separately. I still do it, but I have prioritized my new podcast, which I started last September of 2022. And I've actually scaled that now to one of the top 1% podcasts in the world in less time. This is, I love doing this with you guys. You guys are amazing. I, it's, of course, I still have the other one. I just not doing it the way I'm doing this one with you guys. And key takeaways. I wanted to share more of a personal conversation with all of you. I wanted to share more of my experiences and give you all the, uh, give you all the reasons to go all in on yourselves and have a deeper relationship with your soul, your talents, your gifts, your path. I wanted you all to know that you are understood. I wanted you guys to be able to, to not need permission from anybody, but also take on responsibility and accountability. I'm like, you guys need to trust your soul. Do it. It's, it, 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 it. Learn to practice trusting yourself and your soul. And I knew I wanted to do this and I was putting it together in the beginning and I was overthinking all of it. And once I did the basics to get it ready for launch, I just started pumping out all these topics to talk to you guys about. Meaning like sometimes you guys might be come across something new and you're like, I don't know how to start it. Just start it. Just start it. I had a few friends be like, listen, you need to sit down. You need to get this done right now. Put the first two, three episodes out. And here we are. I'm at 102 episodes. I'm thinking about going to five episodes a week. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but so what are some of these overarching themes here? This is like seven, by the way, that's seven times I'm, I'm talking about. There's other things in between. There's businesses that I was a part of. There's partnerships. There's, uh, you know, in, in, in business, there, there's, there's so many other things that were going on during that time. I just wanted to share some of the starting and the ending with you and I, you know, and I, I'm just getting started in this next phase. And the, the beautiful season that I'm in now is this is my novel. This is everything I wanted to go all in on and I'm sharing it with you guys. So what are some overarching themes? I had seasons, I made pivots, I dealt with changes. Some people came, some people went. You have to wish everyone well. Experimentation is key when you're looking to build on a bigger vision. Sometimes a vision needs experimentation to become a vision. I I had ideas back in 2014, now I'm solid. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know exactly what I'm building. I know exactly what I want. It's it, the, the clarity is clear, it is there. And finally, consistency is everything. Consistency is everything. We need to look at what's working and what's not so we can eliminate along the way, the things that no longer serve us and let go. We have to have faith to look at the things that do serve us or to go all in on the things that are calling us. We have to keep movement, steady movement don't worry about starting over each time you are not starting over you're starting from experience i appreciate you guys thank you for tuning into this episode thank you for listening to me talk about where where i've been the last 10 years and that was just some of it 2019 was 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 pretty wild right when you guys heard that <laughs> what was going on in 2019 and you know god god rest the souls that where i was very close with that that pastor in that year and god bless the some of the people who moved in some different directions but i'm very blessed i feel very grateful And if you can give yourself enough time and patience, you'll see it all come together. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for always tuning in. Again, please leave a written review on Apple. It helps expand the awareness of the show. Uh, The reviews are going up. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these, the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.